1: deserts bear man i breathe the
0: mountain air man I travel i've had my share man i've been everywhere get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 email the program at info at or follow us on facebook at rudy Max's world and now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World.
2: Welcome aboard. Well, hard to believe that for the fourth week in a row, weather around the country paralyzed airlines. Southwest grounded a fifth of its fleet following ice storms in Texas. Winter weather forced America to shut down its operations at its Charlotte, North Carolina hub. 300 flights were grounded by Delta, Atlanta. It goes on and on. An anxious nation of flyers turns its hopeful eyes to march for relief. We'll see, won't we? We'll see. And I should note Friday's news that actor Leonard Nimoy passed away from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. He was best known, of course, as Spock in the original Star Trek series. It began in 1966. He died at 83, proving you can live long and prosper. And we send a Vulcan salute to one of the galaxy's most frequent flyers. Coming up this hour, we got the numbers that prove we are one traveling country. In a couple of minutes, we'll be joined by Hugo Martin of the L.A. Times, who knows those numbers that reveal a big jump in outbound travel by Americans. And how would you like to leave your car at the airport when you're flying out of town and let someone rent it while you're not using it? Or on the other side of the coin, how would you like to rent someone else's car from an airport, save quite a bit of money compared to a more conventional rental? That's the premise of a company called Relay Rides, whose CEO joins me at 18 after the hour to explain. Then, March Madness is fast approaching, and Robert and Mary Carey tour the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. It's the birthplace of basketball. They're going to view and lead us through the Pantheon uh, pantheon to the game's past glories. How about that? And get this. There's a hotel in Asheville, North Carolina, where some guests check in with their luggage and check out with a dog or a puppy. We'll learn about this hotel and the innovative Adopt-a-Shelter Dog program at 43 past the hour. But wait... There's more. It happens every year, and this week was the week this year. The Walt Disney Company raised its ticket prices across the board to visit Disneyland and Disney World. In one case, crossing the three-figure line for the first time. Yep. Effective this weekend on Sunday, it'll cost $105 for a single-day ticket to the Magic Kingdom at Disney World in Florida. It's up from $99. Toward the end of this hour, we'll talk with Kelly Monaghan. He's a longtime observer of not just Disney World in Florida, but its competitors, chief among them Universal Orlando and SeaWorld. He's written books such as Universal Orlando, The Other Orlando, and he's published numerous books by others describing how to make the most of a visit to Orlando's big parks. First, a couple pieces of news I think you ought to know about. When Newark and JFK airports were built outside of New York, the port authority that operates those airports, outside of New York City, I should say, the Port Authority, which operates those airports, as well as LaGuardia, decreed that to drive business to those new larger airports, no flights out of LaGuardia could fly nonstop more than 1,500 miles from New York City. But there are indications this week that that rule might be lifted, which would bring a lot of joy to passengers from the West Coast who have long waited to fly into close-in LaGuardia, mainly because it's easier and cheaper to get into the city from LaGuardia. A similar rule that limited the distance of flights from close-in Reagan National Airport just outside D.C. was lifted last year. And today, United and Virgin America fly nonstop from D.C. and San Francisco. Now, at New York's LaGuardia, Delta and American control the lion's share of gates. And if they can eventually add nonstop flights to the West Coast from there, you can expect a cut in service by both airlines to smaller markets out of LaGuardia. That will affect some smaller towns. JetBlue also serves LaGuardia to a much lesser extent. That airline's official, uh, head says until LaGuardia finishes massive renovations at the airport, it ought not change the rules, much as JetBlue 2 would like to begin nonstop flights to the West Coast. Bottom line, there won't be any change uh, soon, but you can bet that in the long term, there will be. Americans didn't just hit the road in 2014, they hit the skies as well, registering a double-digit increase in the number of us who visited, well, percentage-wise, who visited other countries. Hugo Martin covers the travel business for the LA Times and he writes the weekly travel briefcase column for the papers business section. Hugo, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here.
3: Hi, thanks for having me, Rudy.
2: Okay, you've got the numbers, don't you?
3: Yeah, um, and uh, you know, the Department of Commerce reported these and they're pretty excited about them. Uh, 68.3 million uh, Americans traveled abroad in 2014, that was a 10% increase from uh, the previous year, and it uh, it set a new record. the The previous record was 64 million, that was back in 2007 before the recession. So, we've we've been climbing out out of that uh, hole since the recession, and uh, we, we've uh, you know surpassed uh, previous records. and uh, it, There's no real sign of stopping right now.
2: Well, a 10% increase that's a huge increase. I mean, you know, it's not three four percent. That's a big increase for folks leaving. The United States. Now, if that's a leading economic indicator, then, uh, you know, there's sun poking out from behind the clouds, I guess.
4: Yeah, no,
3: that's a definite sign that uh, Americans are feeling good about uh, the future. I mean, um, you know, consumer confidence is up, employment is up, and. Um basically, it's a big rebound from the recession periods when a lot of Americans felt like they couldn't spend. So, you know, that's where the whole term staycation came up. People were not really spending on travel. They still wanted to travel, but they they wouldn't go abroad, and they wouldn't take the long trips. So, uh, you know, they did a lot of uh, uh, short-haul trips with their families. But, you know, now they're feeling like it's okay to to spend, and uh, they're they're doing some... uh, you know, um, travel abroad—they're spending some money, um, and, and it's affecting everybody. I mean, the the airlines are reporting record profits. The uh, you know, hotel industry is doing great. Uh, theme parks are reporting record profits. As you you were talking about Disneyland, I mean, they they, they have a, a interesting problem. They have uh, more supply than capacity. I mean, they they just can't uh, keep people away.
2: What were some of the popular destinations? Did they break break it down by region?
3: Yeah. Well, as you can imagine, Mexico is our number one destination. About 64 uh, percent of Americans traveling abroad went to, I'm sorry, 34 uh, percent of uh, Americans traveling abroad went to Mexico. And then Canada came in next with 19 percent. And then Europe with 18 percent. So it's the places you would, you would imagine. Um, and those, those trends have not changed. Those have always been the most popular uh, international destinations for Americans.
2: That's interesting. The Canada and Europe were just about the same, nineteen percent and eighteen percent. I wonder how Canadians feel about that. What? Right? We're right here. What's the deal? Yeah. Um, and Mexico. A third of the travelers went to Mexico. Interesting. Uh, that is well. I hope. Uh, I hope you know this is a travel show. We like people traveling, whether in their mind or to Mexico or on an airplane or in a car. So we applaud that and. Uh, Thanks for, uh, this is the first time you've been on the show. It's nice to have you here, and I'd love to have you again. Thank you very sure. much.
3: Sure, I, I was just going to add, and yeah. we just got news uh, a couple of days ago. The numbers just came in for uh, international travelers coming to the U.S., and, and that set a record as well. We had $222 billion spent by international visitors coming to the U.S. in, in 2014, So, um, and that's a 4% increase. So everybody's traveling. It's not just Americans going out. It's... Uh, uh, international travelers come in here—the the Chinese, Brazilians, uh, Australians—everybody's uh, on the go.
2: That is all good, and I don't, you know, I don't want to really take entirely credit for it, having started the show a few years ago. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Hugo, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Hugo Martin covers the travel business for the LA Times. He writes the weekly travel briefcase column for the paper's business section, and uh, that's all good news. All good news. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to talk about. Uh, um, we're going to talk well obviously we're going to talk travel because that's all we do talk about here but we're going to talk about uh, what are we going to talk about Jeff <laughs> ah that's right that's right When uh, we're going to find out how to rent a car in a holy, very unique way
0: To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. I don't like sit-down dinners. I don't go to sit-down strikes. I like standing
1: room only. And I don't ride bikes. This pretty bad song is by a guy with pretty bad hemorrhoids. He needs Preparation H Relief with a Power of Two. First, use fast-acting Preparation H Medicated Wipes. Then, longer-lasting Preparation H Maximum Strength Green. Let's sit together on the porch swing. Preparation H. Don't stand for
5: hemorrhoids. Use is directed. And try specially formulated medicated wipes for women. If you've got
6: aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to
7: say about Relief Factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more
6: information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com.
4: This is a special alert to consumers who own back taxes to the IRS.
8: Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction to ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy. Take down this number or store it in your. Cell phone, but call 1 800 237 2199. That's 1 800 237 2199. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there is no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline 1 800 237 2199. 1 800 237 2199. That's 1 800 237 Seven two one nine nine.
0: To join Rudy Max's World, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show.
2: Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. This hour of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Tricom. Whether you travel or not, do you experience dead, dry skin? Between cold weather and dry cabin on planes, that's a recipe for dry, uncomfortable skin. TriCalm works to soothe those skin irritations. In fact, a recent clinical study showed Tricolm's five times more effective at reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone. And it's backed by an itch-free guarantee. If it doesn't work, simply mail the tube back for a refund. If you have dry, irritated winter skin, pick up some Tricolm. It's easy to travel with. Comes in a two-ounce tube, perfect for your carry-on. You'll find Tricolm in the white and blue box in the anti-itch aisle at Walgreens, Walmart, and CVS pharmacies. Well, as I promised at the top of the hour, I'm going to tell you about a well, it's sort of a paradigm shift in the rental car industry. You know, we've got the sharing businesses, uh, Uber in the case of uh, the taxicab industry, Airbnb in the case of uh, the hotel industry. And then there are companies like this one. And I have used this company twice. In fact, I'm using it next week up in San Francisco. It is, it is a, uh, a company that will rent you someone else's car. It is called Relay Rides. They are located near airports, and I'm delighted to be joined by Andre Haddad, who is the CEO of RelayRides.com. Uh, Andre, I was about to uh, explain Relay Rides, but I know you do it every day of your life. So why don't you explain to our listeners what Relay Rides does on both sides of the coin here?
9: First of all, thanks for having us on the show. Delighted to be here. Uh, we uh, at Relay Rides, we're building a marketplace that connects people who have cars, who want to rent them out, uh, with people who need a rental car. And we uh, have people uh, renting cars uh, across the United States in airports and in city locations. Uh, the business is uh, very similar to uh, what you were talking about earlier, Airbnb, but it's really for, for car rental.
2: Okay, so an individual, for example, let's take the airport example. An individual's gonna fly somewhere. He can leave his car with you at Relay Rides, and it may be rented out. First of all, they'll get free, he or she will get free parking uh, while they're away, and mm-hmm. they are allowing you to rent a car to, to a third party, and someone goes on your website and sees that this car is available and rents it, and you share the proceeds of that rental with the owner, and do i understand when they come back that the car has been cleaned and and, uh, and while they're away it's covered by insurance give me a little details from the owner of the car's viewpoint then we'll get to the renter's viewpoint in a moment
9: sure yeah the the owners of the cars that are they're sharing their cars with uh, with the redirect community they, you know the the whole idea is that you know there are lots of times where your car is sitting idle and it's costing you money, and uh, it would be a great opportunity to be able to monetize your car and earn some money with it. Just to give you some numbers, uh, there are 300 million cars in the United States, only 200 million drivers. So we have a lot of idle cars. And the uh, the average cost of a vehicle uh, is around $250 a month in cash expenses for the average uh, car owner. So. You know, the car is uh, obviously a very important asset to own because it enables to do a lot of things. But it's also a really terrible asset to own because it depreciates in value and costs people a lot of money. And for some, you know, they they are idle for a vast percentage of their time. So the motivation, uh, first of all, for the car owner is to be able to earn some money with their vehicle and uh, recover the cost of car ownership. Uh, The average, uh, Active car owner on relay rides uh, generates around $350 a month uh, renting out their car. Uh, so that's more than the actual average expenses uh, that the car generates a month. So it's for the first time <laughs> we're enabling people to uh, not only recover the costs of ownership of their car, but perhaps make a small profit out of it. Now and is, you were talking about.
2: Yes, go ahead. I was going to ask about insurance and cleanliness, that sort of thing.
9: Yes, so insurance is obviously a really important uh, element in our business. We want to make sure that sharing your car is uh, something that uh, is completely safe and it doesn't impact your insurance. So what we've done is uh, built a uh, commercial uh, insurance uh, policy that insures our owners uh, for up to a million dollars in viability and physical any physical damage to the vehicle without any deductibles and uh, the way it works is that it is the primary uh, insurance for your vehicle when it's being rented out on our marketplace. So you can have peace of mind that in case something were to go wrong, in case it was an accident, that the re Rides commercial insurance policy takes care of any claims uh, and that it does not impact... Your personal auto policy, right? So it's we primary
2: coverage. Excuse me for interrupting, Andre. But if folks don't know what primary coverage is, primary coverage is the first insurer to step in to fix your car, as opposed to secondary coverage. So, yeah, uh, and many times when you rent a car at an airport, uh, you're going to get secondary coverage from your even from very fancy, uh, you know, expensive credit cards. So you're providing primary insurance. Yes. It's not going to rebound to the owner. we primary owners.
9: coverage for the, for the owner. Absolutely, right for the owner. Right. Uh, we're we're still talking about the owners here. Exactly. Uh, if you'd like, in a second, we can talk about. Bit more about the renters' experience. But well, we
2: will talk to the renters' to experience up, in a moment, but let's finish owners. You're right.
9: Yeah, just to round up on, on owners, uh, you know the uh, you know the the economic waste of having the car you know sitting there and not being used. You know that's really what animates us every every day, and so we we want to encourage as many car owners who uh, have a, have a car that they don't really need to rent it out, and so that insurance policy is really a critical component of making people feel comfortable. No question. That, uh, yes, they can earn some money with their car, uh, but no, there won't be any situations where, you know, they'll end up having to uh, be involved in a claim or in an accident or anything like that. So that's why we have that insurance policy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also uh, screen all of our renters. You know, unlike uh, traditional car rental companies, you know, we do a lot of uh, rental screening. So we, Check people's driving records, uh, which is uh, something that we uniquely do. We've, in fact, integrated our technology platform with uh, all 50 DMVs uh, around the country to be able to get a real-time check of people's driving records when they're signing up to book a car. And we tend to be selective in terms of uh, the types of driving records that we allow uh, to uh, book a vehicle on on relay rides. We we want to make sure that. Uh, Uh, That we have only the very best drivers that are renting cars on on relay rides. So we're excited about uh, Andre. uh, So
2: we have time to get to the other side. Let me just reintroduce you and and move us on. Andre Haddad is the CEO of relayrides.com. It's a company that, let me tell you, I. Let me tell you my story. Uh, in in, in uh, the fall of this year, I needed to rent a car at San Francisco Airport. I heard about relay rides. I thought I'd try it out so I could share it with my listeners. Um, I took a Hyatt Hotel bus from San Francisco Airport to the Hyatt Hotel, where relay rides put me in a Prius with 100,000 miles on it. It was clean. It was $20 a day. I rented it for about four or five days. $20 all in. Unbelievable! And next week, I'm going to go be going, get picking one I'm at San Francisco Airport to go to Napa. I chose a 2003 Mercedes. I haven't seen it yet. I don't have any miles around it, but it's forty dollars a day. Incredible price for a Mercedes. And Andre, we only have about two minutes left. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. but from a renter's point of view, you can save money. Let's mm-hmm. just be blunt about it. And I also yeah. noticed that there's a Porsche 911 that is uh, available for rent, and it's owned by you. In San Francisco, <laughs> it's $189 per day. Um, yeah. The fact that you put your Porsche 911 up for rental uh, certainly speaks volumes about about your concern for the the owner of the car. Give me one right. minute on the renter's point of view.
9: Well, the renter's point of view. Obviously, we're all trying to be smart about our travel and try to uh, get the best value for, for our travel, and and obviously that's a big advantage for right? You know, we are a technology platform, so we don't have all of the uh, costs associated with the traditional car rental model, whether it's parking lots or agencies or staff, etc. So we can we can uh, enable that uh, that car to be listed at a much lower price. On average, people save thirty five percent versus the traditional car rental price.
2: And how many outlets do you have? Point, how many outlets do you have?
9: Outlets. Uh, we're you know we have people listing out their cars across, street across the nation. In more than uh, 2,000 cities and uh, 250 airports. So really, we're, I
2: didn't know we're, you were that widespread. Okay.
9: Yes, and and you know, talking about the Porsche. Uh, yes, I. Uh, you know, who would have thought? You, if you had told me two years ago, before starting uh writes, that I would share my, my car, my 911, uh, which <laughs> I wouldn't let my spouse <laughs> drive sometimes until then. Uh, yes, there's been a little bit of a shift in my view. Um, But the the, the advantage here for renters is, you know, you mentioned the Prius, you mentioned the Mercedes and the the 911. We have incredible selection in the marketplace. And that's a big advantage, you know, versus the traditional way of renting cars. You know, we are not in the business of managing and owning a fleet. So we are happy to have all kinds of cars uh, in the marketplace. We have more than 800 different uh, makes and models. And we're finding that people who enjoy cars, car enthusiasts, you know, once they discover relay rides, it's really hard for them to go back.
2: Well, if I hit the lottery this weekend, I'll trade in the $40 Mercedes I'm running in San Francisco <laughs> and I'll pick up your Porsche. Andre, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Andre Haddad is the CEO
0: of Relay Rides. Check it out at relayrides.com. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages.
7: Data knows you love posting selfies. Others might see a reflective surface, but you see an opportunity. Like right now, you just caught a glimpse of yourself and you like what you see. And you're thinking, everyone else would probably like it too. Go ahead, you've got more data and you're paying less with Boost Mobile. For only $35 a month, you can take your selfie game to the next level. Parked car window, click selfie. Person wearing sunglasses, click selfie. Anything shiny, don't mind if you do. You, my friend, have no selfie control. And data's okay with that. Come to data.
5: Now get unlimited talk, text, and two and a half gigabytes of high-speed data for $35 a month after you sign up on Auto Reboost, only from Boost Mobile. Enrollment and auto-reboot required at activation. Removal of auto-reboot increases plan costs to forty-five dollars a month. Video streaming limited to three G speeds. After applicable data allotment reached, data speeds reduced to two G speeds for a remainder of plan cycle. State and local sales taxes may apply. Restrictions apply.
0: are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com now back to Rudy Maxa's world It is
6: 33 past the hour in Rudy Max's world. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. If you're a basketball fan then the weeks ahead are your favorite time of the year. College basketball's March Madness tips off around St. Patrick's Day with 68 teams competing to win the championship game on April 6th in Indianapolis. The NBA just held its All-Star game in New York and their playoffs begin in mid-April. Office pools will soon be taking shape. Folks will be traveling to see big games. So for all you basketball fans out there, Mary and I decided to bring Rudy Max's world to to the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. So joining us to share why this place has become a travel mecca for basketball fans is Paul Lambert, an executive with the Hall.
4: Welcome to Rudy Max's World, Paul. Surrounding us are nearly 350 accomplished inductees and multiple floors of basketball history and memorabilia. Why is the Hall of Fame so special and what makes it a destination for travelers?
10: Well, all Halls of Fame can be wonderful. We like to think that this Hall of Fame is particularly wonderful for a variety reasons. One, there's a unique historic connection to where we are and why we are where we are. Unlike any other sport that I'm aware of, we know the exact day, time, place that the beautiful game of basketball was invented. Football, baseball, they're all kind of mythologically, when were they made up? You know, we know where basketball came from. On December 21st, 1891, a man named James Naismith, about two miles from where we're sitting right now, invented this game for a gym class at a YMCA training college, which is now Springfield College. He made up this beautiful game uh, to keep some 18 guys in a class occupied and busy in, in the wintertime. Uh, so that unique connection to this place, to the literal historic place where we are, we think is very special. Our game also lends itself, because it's an indoor game, to being a very interactive museum. You can play our game indoors. It's played indoors all the time. Our museum, as you see, is built around a basketball court. So after you, you have, the we hope, the wonderful experience of learning and experience a lot of the living history of basketball throughout the museum, you also have the fun interactive chance to come down and shoot some hoops and have a good time.
6: All right, Besides being the epicenter of the basketball world, the Hall of Fame building itself is celebrated for its architecture, and that helps to provide an experience for those visiting frankly, Paul, we're big on travel experiences. So what do visitors share with you about their experiences when they come here, and who's actually visiting?
10: Well, people from all over the world. Basketball is the fastest growing in popularity game in the world. It's the second most popular game in the world, just behind soccer, but but rapidly closing in, because in all polls, young people like basketball better than any other game around the world. So we have global visitors. We have people from every walk of the, the country, the globe, that you can think of coming to the Hall of Fame, which is wonderful, of course, for us to be a magnet to draw all those Folks to Western Massachusetts and to Springfield, uh, and the museum itself. What people tell us is, it's a. It's very easy to find us. There's plentiful parking. All the all the and obvious things. Free parking, things. Most free parking, yes, yes. exactly, which is not to be sneezed at but, these no, days. It's not.
6: But the building itself. You joined iconic. here uh, 2002. You're right. correct. So talk a little bit about the architecture and what draws people in, and because it, oh, it clearly wow. is a very distinctive facility.
10: Oh, it's a it's a beautiful iconic building. You know, the aesthetics of the Hall of Fame are very special in that it's this giant dome. Uh, You're literally
6: that, in a metallic basketball. Exactly
10: almost. right. Going through a hoop to a certain extent, you know, and when you come in, uh, the experience is somewhat based on the the similar to the Guggenheim Art Museum, where people would come into the museum and they go up into the Guggenheim and they make their way down through the modern art that is in that beautiful facility. Here, you go up to the dome, up in the dome, and you find yourself on the honors ring. So you're kind of in basketball heaven when you start. You make your way through the honors ring and then you make your way down through the living history of basketball on the way down to the, the basketball court that's at the base of the building.
4: Right. Paul, what are some of the things that you and your team are doing? here and to keep people coming to uh, attract lifelong basketball fans, as well as families with young kids that are just starting to learn the game.
10: Well, one of the beautiful things about our museum, I, I think, is that it's it's a combination of, if you're a real hardcore basketball fan, like my sons are, they love it here. They love being part of the reading and being experiencing what's in the Hall of Fame. But if you're also just discovering the game, it's a very interactive, a very fun museum, a place to learn and to read and to pick up a lot of what the game is all about. Our game is very visual, and so there's a lot of things to watch and to see. We recognized, though, from the time that I came to work here, certainly in 2002, when John DeLiva, our president and CEO, asked me to come up and build an event department, was you couldn't count on people just dropping in once, and that's a lifetime experience. We want people from the region and from the state to keep coming back all the time to make the the basketball hall What are
6: are your favorite two things offered here? Uh,
10: Well, first, the museum experience itself is very special. We think that is one of the first things that every, you know, when you come in, we want you to be kind of blown away by just the, the changing aspects of the living history of basketball, again, that are in the museum the greats of the past, but also representing the current and the recent past game and somewhat looking to the future as we do a lot of programming and a lot of, of our events are aimed at the high school game, and the college game, because we represent all of basketball. So, And the other thing we do, of course, is we have ongoing programming here on a regular basis uh, aimed, built around the game. We have heavy programming in the summertime, our 60 Days of Summer program, uh, which is a very, very extensive program with basketball players, Hall of Famers coming by to meet the public, to be interviewed. is a wonderful experience and every school vacation. We have programming all the time taking place here in the Hall of Fame. So
6: I'll ask just on a personal note, any NCAA uh, pick this year for the Final Four men's?
10: We always hope for great games. We hope for great... Competition, we love great sportsmanship. You know, we, we, the, who ends up winning is a great story. Generally,
6: from it our is. perspective. All right, So you know. I'll put you uh, yeah. NBA. Uh, any team you're following right now for NBA champs?
10: I follow them all. With with uh, I, lo- I worked for the NBA for for quite a few years huh. and came to really appreciate so many of the great teams around the country. I love beautiful basketball. At the beginning of the
6: year, you know, would you have ever thought though, Golden State and Atlanta had a chance to be uh, the final to t- final two?
10: Atlanta is certainly a surprise. They yeah. and they're playing beautiful basketball. Kind of you know they come from the same family tree of the San Antonio Spurs. Who played just gorgeous basketball, and they're well coached. And uh, the, the Warriors are just a joy to watch. Again, the, the, you watch the passing, Steve you Kerr's watch the, the nice stuff. Steph is beautiful, and and uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun to watch.
6: Paul, listen, thank you. If you want more information on the May Smith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame or to plan a visit for yourself, check them out online at hoophall.com. Paul, thanks very much.
10: It's a joy to have you both here.
6: Coming up, we'll toss it back to Rudy, who's ready for more travel as the show continues. We're back in three minutes.
0: Join Rudy Maxa's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation.
6: Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor.
4: Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone.
6: For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just 19.95, dollars go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. The
4: 2015 Cupera features plush leather seating that will feel to your hemorrhoids like sitting on lava-hot knitting needles.
0: Not if you step up to
1: relief with the power of two from Preparation H. First, use Preparation H Medicated Wipes to soothe as they clean. Then Preparation H Maximum Strength Cream to relieve pain and burning.
4: Now sink into that rich upholstery. Mmm, luxurious.
5: Preparation H. Don't stand for hemorrhoids. Use as directed. And try specially formulated medicated wipes for women.
7: Data knows you love posting selfies. Others might see a reflective surface, but you see an opportunity. Like right now. You just caught a glimpse of yourself and you like what you see. And you're thinking, everyone else would probably like it too. Go ahead, you've got more data and you're paying less with Boost Mobile. For only $35 a month, you can take your selfie game to the next level. Parked car window, click Selfie. Person wearing sunglasses, click Selfie. Anything shiny, don't mind if you do. You, my friend, have no selfie control. And data's okay with that.
5: Come to data. Now get unlimited talk, text, and and 2.5 gigabytes of high-speed data for $35 a month after you sign up on Auto Reboost, only from Boost Mobile. Enrollment and auto reboots required at activation. Removal of auto reboost increases plan costs to $45 a month. Video streaming limited to 3G speeds. After applicable data allotment reach, data speeds reduced to 2G speeds for remainder of plan cycle. State and local sale taxes may apply. Restrictions apply.
4: This is a special alert to consumers who own back taxes to the IRS.
8: Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by federal tax relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction to ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 372199. That's 1-800-237-2199. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there is no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-237-2199. 1-800-237-2199. That's 1-800-237-2199.
0: To participate in the program, call anytime, 800 387 8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world.
2: It is 43 minutes after the hour, and if you're not in Dallas at the airport, thank your lucky stars. You know, yesterday was pandemonium there with all kinds of flights canceled because of snow and ice. Same this year, same this year, same today as I broadcast live on Saturday. Americans uh, canceled more than 400 of its flights, many on its mainline carrier, not just its uh, smaller. affiliates. Uh, Apparently, when they finally got the snow off the runway, it was just a sheet of ice. So it's just a mess down there. Delays three, four hours. When will this end? Will it end in March? I don't know. Let's go to Asheville, North Carolina, one of the prettiest towns in the United States. They're tucked right below the hills. And meet Christine Cavanaugh. She's the sales director for the Aloft Asheville Downtown Hotel. Aloft is uh, the boutique brand of Starwood Hotels. Christine uh, Cavanaugh is the sales director there. And this may be, Christine, uh, from what I've read of the clips, the only hotel in the country that—well, let's back up a little. You have that—your hotel has a very pet-friendly policy generally, doesn't it?
4: Yes. As, um, as a whole, Aloft brands are pet-friendly globally, and we like to think we've kind of taken it to the next level with our fostering program.
2: And before we get to the fostering program, tell me, um, because I saw it on your website, but for listeners who might not be there, uh, tell us what you provide guests who come with, with, with a pet, or what you have available for them, anyway.
4: Well, at Check-In, um, our pets that are traveling with their humans, they get VIP amenities when they arrive. They get... Um, nice plush beds. Um, They get their own um, specialty dog bowls um, for water and food, and then we provide a bag of um, organic gourmet um, dog biscuits from a local bakery, and they get toys and all kinds of fun little stuff for them to play with while they're here.
2: All right, so we've established Aloft is dog-friendly, but this particular Aloft, the uh, Aloft Asheville downtown, goes a little further. It does. Explain the foster dog program to us.
4: Well, um, we have, starting last summer, we, um, as part of our quarterly um, community engagement project, we decided to foster with, uh, partner with Charlie's Angels Animal Rescue, which is a no-kill rescue facility um, based just outside of Asheville. And um, with us being a pet-friendly property. We thought it would be fun to um, see what we could do to kind of work with a rescue group. So we brought our first dog in the last week of July, and he was adopted out within a week. And the program's just kind of gone from there. Um, we actually have our 21st dog on property with us right now.
2: Does that imply that 2020 have been adopted?
4: 20 have been adopted. Really? Over uh, what the course week of, of time? Of August. Oh. Um, since the first week of August was when our first dog was sent home.
2: That's quite extraordinary since the first week of 20 to be adopted. So so guests check in, and is the dog du jour, uh, whatever, you have one dog at a time, right?
4: One dog at a time is our model.
2: And is that dog allow, uh, roaming around the lobby, or is he or she kept in a pen? or?
4: We have um, a little play area right behind the front desk, so when guests come up the steps to check in on um, our second floor, um, usually the dog is the first thing they see. Many times the dog will be actually on the reception desk greeting guests um, with our front desk <laughs> talent on arrival. So it's um, quite a surprise. Um, they um, stay in the front area. We take them up. We have a dog run on the third floor of our hotel um, near the pool. So we take them up there for exercise, and they get to interact with the guests that are up there as well.
2: If the dog has a personality that suits it, do you let the dog, like, sleep on the floor in the lobby? I mean, roam around a bit or no?
4: Um, the dog, we the dog is never off leash. Um, that is part of our program, is just to make sure that the dog is safe at all times. Okay. So the dog is either in the pen um, at the front or at the front desk, but guests are able to interact with the dog at, um, on the second floor.
2: And I understand um, the dog can is wearing. Take it on lead. And I understand. Uh, did, what was? Did you say they're allowed to take them out on a leash? Yes. Oh. Yes. And I understand the dog is wearing a sweater or a jacket that says "adopt me."
4: Yes, it does. So it now gets not, a lot of attention.
2: <laughs> and it's not as easy as just sort of saying, I like this dog, I'm taking it home. Uh, I gather the new owner's got to be checked out, and if they live in an out-of-state location, how does that happen?
4: Well, Charlie's Angels has a fairly rigorous adoption process. So if, if a guest indicates that they want to adopt a particular pet, we ask them to go to the Charlie's Angels website and fill out the online application. Um, from there, Charlie's Angels will... Um, uh, review the application, um, do a veterinary reference check, and then do a home inspection. If the guest does live outside of the area, they do um, they arrange a home visit with a reciprocal agency in that area, so um, the Humane Society or another rescue group.
2: Oh, this is just great, Christine. That's great. Twenty dogs adopted since uh, since August. Well done. This uh, Christine Cavanaugh is the sales director at the Aloft Asheville Downtown Hotel in downtown Asheville, North Carolina. Christine, thanks for dropping by. Thank you. What a cool thing. What a cool thing. Coming up next, we're going to talk about this price rise at Disney World and Disneyland with an expert on it. And uh, I wonder how long Disney can keep raising fees every year. You're in Rudy Max's world. I'm Rudy Max, your genial radio show host. Nice to have you here. Don't go away.
0: Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Connect with the program call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World.
2: Hey, are you getting my newsletter? What? You're not getting my newsletter. Well, listen, I'm not going to inundate you with... Uh, I try to write every week, but I don't always make it. And since it's free, I don't feel too guilty about it. And also, you won't get inundated with a lot of stuff. But I do write a very personal travel newsletter. I think it'll save you some money and time, might give you some ideas, might even amuse you. Um, feel free to uh, subscribe by just texting Rudy Max's World at 22828. Just write Rudy Max's World, all one word, and text it to 2 28 and you will be automatically uh, subscribed. I look forward to having you on the team. Again, it's free. It's free. It's, uh, I hope, entertaining, and I'd love to have you as a subscriber. Kelly Monahan knows Orlando inside and out. He's written books about Orlando, uh, amusement parks. He goes to them all. He studies them. He has published with his own publishing company called Intrepid Traveler, uh, books about how to Maximize your time at these behemoths of, known as Universal Orlando and and Disneyland, uh, Disney World. Excuse me, in Orlando. Um, and I thought I'd have him on because if you were tuned in at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that for the first time, the entry fee. Well, Disney has raised, raised entry fees to their parks across the board uh, this week, and for the first time, one actually crossed three figures. It's now going to cost what did I say, one hundred and two dollars, Kelly, to go into Disney World 105, now. One hundred and five, I believe uh, it is. One hundred and five for for visitors ten and over. So, if you've got a family of four and you're all over ten, we're talking four hundred and twenty dollars just to walk in the door at Disney World. What you, what's your what's your reaction to that? Uh, just just uh, off the cuff, Kelly.
1: Well, uh, the prices go up every year, and so do the attendance figures. So clearly they are not driving people away, and you can expect this to happen year after year.
2: I, it I just seems <laughs> it's such a scare. Do you, wasn't there a day when if you stayed on property in one of Disney's hotels you got a break, or is that just in my fiction of my mind? Well, my, my,
1: if you stay on property, the break you get is that you can get into some of the parks. It's on a rotating schedule uh, an hour earlier than the, the general public.
2: But you're still going to pay the $105?
1: Oh, yeah. Now oh, yeah. we should note, in all fairness, that the more days you add to your so-called park hopper pass, the uh, cheaper the per day fee becomes.
2: Ah, they know how to—they know how to incentivize customers, don't they? Um, so you, um, when we talked, when I asked you to be on the show, you mentioned that you're a big fan of Universal Orlando.
1: Uh, well, yes. I I just brought out my the 14th edition of my guide to the place, so I guess I must kind of like it.
2: And that uh, is called <laughs> uni- that is the book is called Universal Orlando, right?
1: Yeah, Universal Orlando 2015. Okay. Yeah, it, and by the way, Universal Orlando. If you go there and you want to see Harry Potter, and believe me, you do. Uh, it's going to cost you 137 dollars for one day. Because you will need to buy a two park pass. Uh, there are two parts to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter: one in Islands of Adventure and one in Universal Studios Florida. And there is a cunning little train, the Hogwarts Express, that carries you between those two divisions <laughs> of the Wizarding World.
2: Oh my! And one is new. I mean, I I I was at Universal Orlando um, just before the first. E- the first attraction opened, the first Harry Potter one. Is this other one uh, brand new, or has it been around a year or two?
1: Yeah, it, it just opened uh, last year, and okay. uh, it's spectacular. Uh, once again, the the theming is is uh, amazing. It's like walking into the pages of the book. It's truly uh, an impressive achievement.
2: So, give us two minutes of advice on how to bring a family to Orlando and and travel the, the smartest.
1: Well, let's let's focus on Disney because that's still the major attraction down there. And my my rules are simple. One, figure out how much you can afford to spend on your Disney vacation. Uh, step two is to increase that amount by a minimum of 50 percent. And step three is to call uh, a Disney specialist travel uh, agency. There are, uh, there are many of them. The one I like is Mouse Fan Travel, which is mousefan.travel on the Internet. These people are pros, and they will take your budget and the amount of time you want to spend, and they will work with you to craft the best possible experience for you and your family. They know the place inside out far better than I do, and, and they're, they, they love it. That's the most important part, part of it. They so- really, really love Disney.
2: Yeah, I'm typing. I'm typing mousefan dot so I can put it in the newsletter. Well, so I mean, do they arrange your accomodation? When you say they advise you, are they advising you on things to do, how to attack the park, or just how to stay in Orlando?
1: Well, they will give you, they will, for example, they will make sure that you uh, know about the extra magic hours and all of that. And uh, they will put you in a uh, a resort that matches your budget. And there is a range from the mind-bogglingly expensive to the so-called value resorts, which are sort of the, you know, the Motel 6 of Disney World. And, Uh, and of course, there are
2: numerous houses. I'm sorry, there are numerous houses to rent in apartments and condos, too. Uh, on there are,
1: but the, um, the downside of that is you have to travel to the park and you have to pay uh-huh. for parking every day.
2: Right. Oh and I can
1: gosh. throw out another free-floating tip. if you're. Ten t-
2: seconds left. Go ahead, Kelly.
1: <laughs> consider buying an annual pass for dad because that gets you free parking and a lot of discounts. You just have to crunch the numbers to see if it makes sense.
2: Amazing. Thank you, Kelly Monahan. His latest book is the 15th edition, uh, or excuse me, 2015 edition of uh, Universal Orlando. Check uh, his other books out at IntrepidTraveler.com. That's his website, IntrepidTraveler.com. We're coming to the end of the first hour. Some of our stations do leave us. Not many, but a few do. If so, see you next weekend. For most of our listeners, stick around in about six minutes. I'll be right back. Lots more travel
0: talk coming.